Thanks for tuning in. One of the things that makes Outcasting and its related programming possible is financial support from listeners like you. Please visit us at outcastingmedia.org and click on support to make your tax-deductible contribution. Thanks. This is Outcasting Overtime from Media for the Public Good, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Hi, I'm Vivian, an Outcasting youth participant. A couple months ago, I went shopping with some friends at the mall and I saw an LGBTQ shirt on one of the counters. It was a generic black t-shirt with a small rainbow in the front chest area and the phrase, love everyone. I thought it was cute, even if it was a little cheesy, and I considered buying it until I realized it was $40. I left the store without buying the shirt or anything else, and I couldn't help but reflect on the icky feeling I had about that t-shirt. I felt that my identity was being used to sell a trend or a fad for the younger generations and that the only reason this design came about was because the store wanted to make a profit. This phenomenon has a name, rainbow capitalism, or sometimes pink capitalism. It refers to how companies want to be seen as supportive of LGBTQ rights. One way they can do this is to offer clothing lines or rainbow merchandise. Another is having a group of employees marching in gay pride parades. But is that enough, or is it just an image? Businesses certainly exist mainly to make money, and there's nothing wrong with that. But if they create and sell merchandise with rainbows and cute sayings like love is love, is that a measure of their support for LGBTQ equality, or is it just marketing? Let's start with this. Selling rainbow clothing and marching in gay pride parades is at least arguably a good thing. We LGBTQ people are a relatively small minority. We don't have the full range of equal rights that other people have, and we need allies, straight allies, business allies, all sorts of other allies, to support our fight for equality so that our small percentage is amplified. So if businesses do these things, it's good. And if they don't, that absence diminishes how the general public sees us. And without those allies demonstrating support, the fight for equality becomes more difficult. It's a sign of our advancement and growing public acceptance that companies want to be seen as LGBTQ supportive. It may be that some companies fear that if they don't visibly support the queer community, customers may begin to doubt them and even stop trusting them completely. But we hope that for many, their open support is based on the positive motivation of genuinely promoting equality. Of course, nothing says that businesses have to be supportive of LGBTQ equality at all. Some, like Chick-fil-A, have been openly hostile to LGBTQ people, donating to anti-LGBTQ causes that fight against our equality, and it's faced backlash for that. So, it's a good thing when companies openly support us. But you have to look beyond what they do openly. Some businesses may try to seem supportive in public by displaying pride flags and marketing to our community, while behind the scenes, they're supporting anti-LGBTQ causes and candidates. Talk about having it both ways. But let's talk about how businesses can be truly supportive, beyond public but possibly insubstantial displays of support. The Human Rights Campaign regularly rates businesses on how supportive of LGBTQ people they are. Here are some of the factors they consider. 
One way businesses can demonstrate actual support is how they treat their employees. They should make health insurance and other benefits available to same-sex and different-sex partners on an equal basis. They should provide healthcare insurance that includes things like hormone therapy and surgery for transgender people. And they should include training for supervisors so that they know what to do when employees experience discomfort in the workplace because of their LGBTQ identity. Another way is that they should invest in the LGBTQ community. This can include positive efforts to ensure that LGBTQ people are in their workforce and that their suppliers include LGBTQ businesses. They should advertise in LGBTQ media and donate money to LGBTQ organizations. And they should help normalize how LGBTQ people are seen. They can do this by including LGBTQ people in their advertising in the mainstream media. Doritos recently ran a supportive Spanish language commercial. You can watch it on the Outcasting Overtime page on our website. So it's fine to display a pride flag, and we're glad when they do. But when companies do these other things, they show themselves to be true allies of LGBTQ people and active promoters of equality. Thanks for listening to Outcasting Overtime from Outcasting Media, creator of Public Radio's LGBTQ youth programs. Outcasting Media is a production of Media for the Public Good, based in New York. This piece was created by the Outcasting team, including Abiram, Brian, Chris, Isha, Justin, Lil, Tim, and me, Vivian. Our executive producer is Mark Sophus. Visit us at outcastingmedia.org to get information about outcasting, make your tax-deductible donation, watch outcasting videos, access our social media links, and listen to outcasting and related content. Thanks, and thanks for listening.